0: Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now with your host, Peter Miller. Welcome, and today we're going to uh, a community fairly close to where we operate from. And we're going to talk to Alexandra Vasek, Director of Volunteerism an organization called Volunteer Success, and we'll find out more about that in just a minute. So first of all, Alexandra, tell us about your academic background.
1: Sure. Um, Like, uh, and thank you for inviting me on the show. This is, I'm really excited. This is my first podcast ever, so this is great. Um, so I think like a lot of people, I have a bit of a meandering kind of story with my academic background. I actually have a degree in biology because at one point I did have this idea of going to medical school and then I, and <laughs> I was abandoned. Um, I was finishing up my degree by completing a couple of electives, in one in psychology, one in sociology, and that really sparked my interest in the social sciences. Um And then much later in my career, I actually completed a postgrad certificate in volunteer management from Humber College. Sadly, that program is no longer offered, but this year I've been working as part, in a very kind of part, very part-time capacity as a course facilitator for, um, it's part of an online certificate program in volunteer management offered through Fleming College that's on the Ontario Learn platform, which is like a fabulous platform for all the Ontario colleges um so i also hold the certification in volunteer administration so that's like the cva after my name so that's kind of like the the short the short notes of my academic background (laughs)
0: okay so somewhere along the line you had to work so tell us about your background work experience
1: yeah so so after um you know i in after I graduated, I had this idea that I, I'm interested in international development, and I, like, I I really got hooked on the idea of sustainable development, right? Um, so um, what I started after I graduated my undergrad, I, I got involved in the nonprofit sector by volunteering with Oxfam Canada in Toronto, and and basically ever, and I got hooked on the nonprofit sector, and I've worked almost exclusively in the not-for-profit sector since then. Uh, now. Before I graduated during university, I did work for my dad who owned a, he owned his his own business. It was called, it's a freight forwarding business. And, um, he, he had been an immigrant to Canada and with a very strong kind of entrepreneurial spirit. And, um, but neither my brother and I w- were interested in following him in the family business. So he did end up selling the business, but I, I feel like I, I've inherited a little bit of an entrepreneurial streak, you know, in my personality, I've just channeled it in a different way, like more in like the community development and, and, and uh, the social economy, I guess. Um, so I started working more in a fundraising capacity for a few different organizations. And then um, then I took a bit of an extended leave for, to raise my kids. So I was very fortunate I could do that. Um, and then when I decided to go back into the workforce, um, that was when I took that that program at Humber and Volunteer Management um, and, and I sort of made that shift and, um, and I've really, as soon as I started there, I knew that was the right field for me. Like it's, it's, it's a field that I think volunteer management is a field that's growing and evolving It has been for, for a while now. And it's challenging because, you know, you're constantly balancing the needs of volunteers with the needs of the mission and the community and the clients that you're serving. Right. Um, your, I mean, there, there's this, you know, one of our gurus in the field, her name's Susan Ellis. She's, she's passed away now, but she, she called volunteers time donors. So there's a sense kind of like this middle ground where volunteers, um, you know, you kind of want to treat them like donors and you kind of want to treat them like staff, but it's, it's, it's like, if I could draw a, a, a Zen diagram, or Venn Ven diagram, I guess it is, it, they'd be in that overlap. Um, so, you know, you can't take a strictly HR approach to volunteers because they can just walk away, <laughs> you know. Um, but at the same time, it's funny, having said that, I, I often feel like employers should maybe consider treating their employees as if they were volunteers because really all of us can only volunteer our best effort, right? And it's funny, I was just reading an article recently, and apparently the the, the – You know, management guru Peter Drucker said the same thing, like, how many decades ago? (laughs) Um, But anyway, um, and interesting, I mean, for the most part, um, we tend to be departments of one unless we're working in a hospital or university or, like, a really large health organization. So we do tend to do a lot of networking with each other. So we do have local, provincial associations, and we do have a national association all of which are volunteer-run. <laughs> um, I actually did write an article recently. It was published in Charity Village about why organizations need to um, hire or rehire volunteer engagement professionals. Um, just as a way of advocating for the profession, a lot of my colleagues lost their jobs during the pandemic. and And it's just in general – um, I think organizations don't always kind of work. We tend to be the first on the chopping block because there's a sense that you know, oh, managing volunteers. Well, that's easy, and in fact, it's not. There's there's quite a complexity to it, and um, and I think organizations really have to hire for that specialized skill set if they're going to have a really good volunteer program. So I've linked that uh, that article in my LinkedIn profile, so that's how people can easily find it if they find me, or they can Google it. But <laughs> so that's that's really been my passion, really, for the last almost 15 years now.
0: Okay, so your dad was an immigrant from what country?
1: Oh, so he, well, at the time it was the former Yugoslavia my dad was serbian and my mom was croatian and and again that's interesting too because i think my dad really coming from a former socialist country really didn't have understand the whole idea of charity <laughs> it was kind of a foreign concept to him i think over time he's really come to understand it but you know um it's it's quite it's it's you know it's interesting right
0: (laughs) okay the organization that you're involved with is volunteer success
1: yes how did
0: that name come about
1: the name i i that's a good question i should ask i i mean i'm sure it has something to do with with how how the organization came about so um i joined them in the fall like basically i've been here uh, a year and it's really become a dream job for me um we are a nonprofit, and we're now a registered charity and um and our mandate really is to connect uh, organizations to people and people to causes and organizations um and our, our niche and focus really is recruitment and not volunteer management like there's lots of terrific platforms available now for volunteer engagement professionals to manage volunteer programs so uh, and I'm still discovering new ones. Um, so what we really wanna do is be like the Indeed for volunteer opportunities. So it's about finding success, right? It's for organizations to find success by recruiting the right volunteers and for the volunteers to find their the right placement. So I guess it's like success for everybody and success for the community as well.
0: well a couple of interesting questions. When I look for volunteers, I'm looking at what benefits can I offer them.
1: Right, and
0: that is really key.
1: Yeah, I yeah uh, for sure. And in fact, so Canada has a standard of practice for volunteer engagement. So Volunteer Canada, um, which is our you know our big national organization association that promotes volunteerism, they have created a code of uh, the Canadian Code for Volunteer Involvement. And one of the things it says is that volunteerism is, has to, it has to be the, the relationship between the organization and the volunteer has to be reciprocal, right? So the volunteer has to get something out of it and the, and the organization has to be, has to get something out of it. Uh, Really, if the volunteer isn't getting anything out of it, then maybe that should not be a volunteer role. Maybe that should be a strictly paid role. So you know that's one of the criteria I think of what makes for a good volunteer role is do, are we both is is it benefiting both parties?
0: What about firing a volunteer?
1: And that sometimes needs to happen because at the end of the day, you know we can't we can't forget about the mission. The mission at the end of the day is really the most important um, uh, sort of. The, 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 the priority, the, penul- the the ultimate kind of goal is to meet the mission. And, and so if there are volunteers who are not contributing to the mission or interfering with the mission being carried out, then they have to be redirected. Um, I mean, uh, most organizations, if if they, you know, and one of the standards, of course, within the Canadian Code for Volunteer Involvement is to have policies in place that govern how you treat volunteers. And generally what you want to do is make sure if you've got dismissal policies for, and and, then progressive discipline for staff, you you want the same thing for your volunteers as well.
0: So how do you fire a volunteer?
1: (laughs) How? Well, you have the policies in place. You have conversations. Um, You know, you have to give your volunteer feedback. You give all your volunteer opportunities to give you feedback. So you're you're using a lot of conflict resolution. Um, if the role isn't working, you maybe try to find them another role where they're they're a better fit. If that's not going to work, you maybe try to refer them to another organization.
0: But Sorry. sometimes
1: it I, I've ha- like, I haven't had to do it. I, it's maybe only a handful of times in my career, but sometimes it happens.
0: So you're a nonprofit and a charity. Yeah. And a social enterprise. Yes. And you are giving back to community. That's right. And that's what's important.
1: Yes, that's right. So, so
0: how, do you, how do you grow in terms of getting into other provinces?
1: Yes. So that's great. So I was going to go back. I'll tell you. Oh, I should tell my phone to be quiet. Okay, there we go. Um, so we... And if I could go back to a bit of our history, so we, like a lot of businesses or organizations, we basically started because of a pain point. So our founder, Brian Prosterman, was frustrated by the process of trying to help his kids find volunteer opportunities, as well as by trying to recruit volunteers for a seniors program that he was running as a volunteer. And he always had this interest in technology, and so he started researching for-profit job sites. And to see how they help companies find talent and realize that the not for profit sector could also benefit from the same technology and the same approach with more of a like a business model approach right to in terms of attracting people to volunteer. So he, he started building the volunteer success platform a few years ago and with the idea of providing it free to the community so. So now here we are in 2022, and we're now a team of six people, okay? So we have an internal development team, and we have a social media and marketing specialist, and I'm the subject matter expert on volunteer engagement. And so, you know, since I've joined and the teams really kind of come together, we started realizing that the sort of Canadian volunteer landscape is quite fragmented, right? So we've got some communities That are really well served by their local volunteer centers and they do amazing work to promote volunteer opportunities and to to make those connections with volunteers we've got other communities that don't have a volunteer center or have lost one due to funding cuts and um so and then and then you have unless of course you know the the other part is that you've got some really well-known charities Big, big name charities have no problems, uh, you know, attracting volunteers. And in fact, they're turning people away. And then you've got a huge number of smaller community based grassroots, some all volunteer run organizations that can't find enough volunteers. Right. So so that's kind of the mismatch um, in Canada. And in, so what I find with my with my colleagues, we've gotten really creative in this kind of environment in, in, in sort of promoting opportunities. So we'll use charity village, which is a job site, but you can promote volunteer opportunities as well. We use, indeed, we use social media, we'll use university college sites, right? Um, we will even go to us based sites like volunteer match or idealist to, 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 um, to post those opportunities. The challenge is, how do the volunteer seekers find those opportunities, right? Because most people just go to Google. They go to Google, and depending on where those opportunities are posted, Google may or may not find that opportunity for you, right? Like, And just to give you an example, I'm in Toronto. Volunteer Toronto is a fantastic organization. But with every job I've had, I've had to promote Volunteer Toronto to of volunteer seekers have never heard of it, especially um, uh, newcomers. So, you know, imagine in a community where there's no volunteer center, like how much harder it is to, because to, th- there's so much work in just managing a volunteer program, never mind marketing your program, right? So that's really the crux of the problem that we're, we're working on, ensuring that Canadians have more of a one-stop marketplace to, to find volunteer opportunities. And we don't want to just be this sort of digital bulletin board. We really want to, I mean, there's so many of them around, right? Um, We, we actively promote on social media and, and not only in our channels, we're like seeking out those conversations on Reddit, on Quora, on Nextdoor when people are looking for opportunities on Facebook in, in the groups, right. And they're looking for opportunities. So we're promoting in their community. So um and the other the other thing that we've built is um the other this all kinds of features that we're looking on but one of the things that we've done is we allow volunteers to also register on our site so that organizations can actually reach out to or, to volunteers directly which is kind of a a unique feature you know that in, in that you know we and, and, and it's not like those profiles are publicly viewable, but they are viewable to all the organizations on the site. Um, so we, and, you know, we also have a, a resource and learning center for volunteer engagement professionals, but also for volunteers. I just loaded in a great, a new guide for youth volunteers. Um, I'm actually writing something similar for um, older adult volunteers. The, you know, we call that the next stage of life volunteering. Um, Because we know that, uh, volunteer, like the older, that older demographic, uh, their volunteering rates aren't particularly high, but when they do volunteer, they, they, they give a lot of hours. Like they really have like an outsized footprint in terms of how much they contribute. Um, so, so that's, that's the work and, and it's so much fun. And you're right now, we are in the stage working together to grow and innovate, right? Um, and we're always sort of trying to figure out what sort of additional features we can we can offer. Um, I think in general, it's a great time to be working in volunteer engagement because technology is just opening up doors for us to both promote as well as manage much more effectively, right? So it's, it's just a total dream job for me. But if we want to talk about how we're going to grow... Um, that, that I, I kind of stuck that into your next question, which I'm anticipating. <laughs> yeah,
0: where are you going to be in three years?
1: I was going to talk a little bit about teams, partnerships, and funding. Or yes. do you want to talk three years first? Which one?
0: Well, first of all, I want to go back a step and say
1: yeah. money. Yes. money. Money is the problem. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and how? Gosh, it's not
1: a problem. Money's just a resource. So
0: how 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 do you get money for your organization?
1: So right now we have secured private funding from a group, a small group of um, vent- I guess you call them venture philanthropists, right? Who really want to give back to the community, and really bought into the idea of um, of of creating a technology. That is going to kind of create more a more of a cohesive volunteer landscape, a vo- volunteer marketplace. Um, and the other thing we've done is we've because we just got charitable status, we've now engaged a grant writer, so we are working on um, applications for uh, grants. But really, at the end of the day, I believe that if we are bringing on our if we. The more our, our website gets used, the more users we have, both organizations and volunteers, the money's going to flow. I really, I really believe that. You know, I think we need to prove our value to people, prove our value proposition. And once we can do that, I think the funding will be there. Um,
0: so for your grant writer, yeah, have that person take a look at Hello Pocketed IO. It's out in Vancouver. Uh-huh and they match people who are looking for grants with sources of grants.
1: Oh, okay. And that's, that's, their,
0: that's their whole purpose. So, okay,
1: so so Peter, I'm going to get you to email me that afterwards.
0: Yes, yes, I will.
1: Perfect. Sure, that's but amazing.
0: Having said that, let's get into the where in three years.
1: Yeah, so what?
0: Will you, you be really? there or will you be promoted to some other job?
1: I want to still be there because I really like. i mean, in, I'm inspired. My my personal inspiration actually is Volunteer Match in the U.S. Um, they they've been around for 20 years now, and it's an it's such a well-established uh, platform down there. And I we don't have anything like that in Canada. Um, so our the way we really want to go is girl is through partnership. Right. So right now we are exploring a partnership with a with a media company that would be looking to promote opportunity, like we'd feed them opportunities for their local markets. Um, But really what we want to do is to become the technology partner for communities and nonprofits you know that are that need the technology we're investing in the technology we can provide it really for free cuz cuz as you know this is this is not cheap right but but the more people that are using it the more worthwhile it is so you know what we're looking at is maybe we maybe large national charities with multiple sites across Canada um you know we could provide them with the technology to sort of promote um we could promote to municipalities if m- municipalities want the, the, the platform to kind of promote to their local area. Cause right now what we're building is the, the geolocating capability. So that when a volunteer gets on the site, the first thing they're going to see are opportunities closer to them. They can still see ones that are further away too, right? but it's going to it's going to sort it for them because for the most part people want to volunteer locally they want to they want to give back to their local community
0: there Unless is a it's platform a
1: cause that's really compelling to there them. is
0: a platform that does that i think out of oakville and i've forgotten their name right now because i was president of information markham volunteer center
1: yes and
0: and they had um, a platform that they used which went province wide, unfortunately I've forgotten the name. So yeah,
1: there, there are we've in our you know when we've been doing our environmental scans, we are noticing that a lot of volunteer centers are using a um, a type of database for their volunteer opportunities. But I mean, we're what we're seeing is that it's it's a little it's a little dated now. Um, so I think, I think we can create something that is, um, much more visually appealing and that allows us to, like, one of the key things is being able to take an opportunity and promote it on social media. There's not a lot, there's some web pages that don't share well on social media and now like social media is everything. So you need to be able to create an opportunity that actually shares nicely on social media. That's so important right now.
0: So, having said that, Alexandra, tell us about—do you have a board of directors?
1: Yes, we do.
0: Do you have a board of advisors?
1: We do. We like—we have quite a few stakeholders that we've consulted with. Yes.
0: Do you have a business plan?
1: Yeah, I believe I don't have—I have not created it, but my executive director has. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: Because I've worked with over two thousand business plans. So I know a little bit about that area.
1: Yeah, and that would be great. So so I think what I will do is um, I'll talk to my executive director, and maybe there's a conversation that we can have with you, like even just a review would be sure. awesome.
0: Sure, absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So as a volunteer, what skills or knowledge or experience do I have to show a potential organization that's looking for?
1: Really, everything hinges on the role. Uh, so, the kind of like the core, uh, the sort of foundational piece really for good volunteer management is that the organization designs a good role and that it's nicely written out in a position description. We like to call them position descriptions and not job descriptions just to avoid confusion so at the end of the day everything starts with that position description and that basically sets out what's the purpose of the role you know um what what are you doing in that role and what kind of skills are required for that role um so really it depends on the role and the amount of screening that you have to do really depends on the the kind of the the responsibility of the role and the risk involved so you know if you're coming and you know you're working in a food bank and you're unloading boxes putting things on shelves well i don't necessarily need to do a lot of screening with you right like maybe i'll have a phone call with you uh i might i might have a very quick interview with you now that we have video interviews that's great i don't think i'd be checking your references i i don't think i would be subjecting you to police records check however if you're a volunteer and you want to volunteer, like I worked with Gilda's Club, which is a cancer support community, and we ran summer camp for kids touched by cancer. They either had cancer or someone in their family had cancer, and we recruited volunteers as the camp counselors. Well, we're talking about volunteers spending an entire day for a solid week with young people who are vulnerable, right? So with those folks, I'm going to be looking for all kinds of skills, qualifications, I'm going to be doing references, and I'm going to be doing my, you know, police checks, all that stuff. So it's just like basically hiring you for a job. So
0: having said that, do your kids have any idea what what you're doing?
1: My kids? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they do. They really, um, I've gotten them involved, you know, as volunteers in whatever charity I've worked in. And it's really, it's been, it's, in fact, in my last job, I worked for a community-based organization um, in kind of like close to East York called New Circles Community Center. And my younger daughter, who was going through engineering, she helped me develop like a training PowerPoint for, for volunteers. So, so they, they really have some good insight into um, uh, what I do, but I, you know, I'm like, they ended up going into STEM fields, both of them. <laughs> so, you know, I think I think it's good. Um, yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. Last but not least, the most yeah. important item, your website address.
1: Yes. So it's www.volunteersuccess.com. Okay. Terrific. And and my, the best you can either, I can either be found on LinkedIn very easily. So I, I will send you, Peter, my LinkedIn site as well as my, um, my email. Cause I really, I really love helping people. I like helping organizations with their volunteer programs. But I also, like, I, you know, through this job, I've had people contact us just needing help finding volunteer opportunities. Right. And I'm, I, I'm always here to help people with that. Even if they're not on our site, I will go and do the research because I know where to find stuff, right? And I, I kind of know the landscape, so I'm always happy to help people if they need to talk through what they, what they should be doing. Because sometimes people don't know what they want. They know they want to volunteer, but they don't exactly know what they want to do, right? So it's always good to talk to someone about that.
0: Like, thank you very much for your time. You have an amazing story. Besides being a mother yeah. and uh,
1: <laughs> and a daughter to to parents who are now needing support so i'm I'm sandwiched
0: <laughs> okay, so thank you for your time
1: thank you really enjoyed it Peter.